Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another Putting for Dough golf podcast brought to you by Ian Robbins, presented by the Line Movers Network. You're just a Another stop on the PGA Tour. Briefly re- recap last week's event at the Sony Open. Hideki Matsuyama beat Russell Henley in a playoff. Very exciting playoff. Matsuyama actually on a par five. Hit his second shot within one foot for an eagle. While Henley struggled, um, Matsuyama actually caught Russell Henley with, with a five-shot deficit on the back nine. Truly incredible performance for Hideki. Um, congratulations to him. His second win of this season, and he's just in some great form. And the old thing with Hideki is if he finds his putter, which he which he had a great week putting, he's going to be very hard to beat with his approach play and his iron play. And that's really what came through. So congratulations to Hideki. Uh, certainly not a great weekend for the line movers network. We were on Corey Connors, who was close. Seamus Power, who ended up tying for third. Connors just lost his top 10. He struggled in one round, which kind of cost him three putt on 18 to Find himself in 11th place, which missed out on the top 10 finish. Kind of some, some of the Sunday swings go. Sometimes you get them last week. We we're lucky with them. This week, we're not so lucky. Charles Howell missed out on his top 30, top, top Oklahoma State player by a stroke because he struggled for nine-hole stretch on Saturday. And, you know, sometimes you get those swings, sometimes not. But we move on to this week. And this week, the PGA Tour continues. Goes stateside. Starts its California swing with the American Express. This is going to be a unique tournament. It's a pro-am. Last year was not a pro-am. This, this tournament is actually rotated around three courses. So the first three days, you're going to have rotation of three different courses, and then there's going to be a cut after the third day. So it's not going to be a, a usual two-round cut. It's going to be a three-round cut over three courses, all varying difficulty. The stadium course, which is the hardest course, which is where the Sunday championship round is going to be played. That's where three of the four rounds were played last year. That's a Pete Dye design. Pete Dye is one of the more popular designers on tour, known for um, hazards all around, definitely holes, greens hidden within traps, hard bunkers to get out of. Some players you see play Pete Dye Dye design courses very well. Some players struggle with them. Uh, We like to hit some of those, you know, quote unquote, excellent or expert Pete Dye Dye design course players. Certainly worked out last year at this tournament with Siwoo Kim. Coming out on top, one of those Pete Dye great players. Uh, field is pretty top-heavy this week. So this is going to be a par 72, 7,200-yard course, about pretty pretty standard, pretty short course, actually. be playing easy. This is a pro-am, so you're going to see these players playing with amateurs, which makes the other courses, the two courses that are not the same course, easier scoring courses. So you're going to see a birdie fest. You're going to see some low scores, um, especially with the amateur players coming in and play. Try to make it easy on them. So the, the board is top heavy. Two of the top players in the form right now, John Rahm, the number one player in the world. He's at the top of the board, about five to one, six to one. Patrick Cantley, who was a runner-up at this tournament last year, coming off his FedEx championship and a third third place performance at the tournament of champions in the opening um, event of 2022. He's next at nine to one at his best price. Link Cantley is actually the uh best bet or, or best best chance to win. I don't know if he's necessarily the best bet. 
just because of his price. But um, he was a runner-up last year, held the course record at the stadium course, shot a 61 on Sunday last year. wasn't enough to, to, to catch Sewell Kim. He's just in great form, can't lay. He plays great on Pete Dye design courses, a uh, great short course player. Um, can't lay is such a tough player, such great form. Hard, hard not to go with him or Rom really, but those prices, uh, you know, th- this tournament is known for long shots. We're going to try to go deeper down the board a little bit, maybe, you know, especially with the three-course rotation, Somebody gets one of the harder courses early on, try to back them in play. So we're going to leave a little room on our card this week for some in-play backing. So pre-tournament, look at some players that we'd like and some players deep down the board. Maybe we could use in some daily fantasy lineups. Sunjay M and Matthew Wolf, kind of top-end guys that I, I like to look at right now. Sunjay has been up and down this season, had a really good finish at the tournament champions, struggled a little bit last week at the Sony, had a very bad was it was near the bottom of the leaderboard after the first round, but came back in the second round, uh, made a charge, didn't quite make the cut, but uh, came back a little bit. Twenty-one to one, I think Sanjay has some has some potential here. He plays these courses pretty well. He's a pretty good die die player. Um, he's been in decent form except for that first round last week. Came back, which is what you like to see. Uh, putts certainly well on Bermuda grass, and I think Sanjay is prime. He, he can go low with these birdie fests. Um, other guy I would look at Matthew Wolf at 33 to one Wolf is going to make his 2022 debut, but his fall swing was just in spectacular form last year. We're so up and down. He had some, took a break from the game, had some injury problems, um, had to step away. Uh, but he came back and he looked like all the talented player that he was. He had top five. He had a top two. Uh, Wolf is one of the more talented players on tour and he gets his game going. He's right up there at the elite level and just looking to break through with another win and he's going to be close and the 33 to one price is not going to be there for him especially in a field that's kind of two player top heavy and that's it so we looked at back wolf here he can make birdies with the best of them he can really take advantage of the course and wolf in form uh not many players better than him i'm going to go middle of board uh guy we back last week when in a vision in the top 20 christian christian bezayden who he's gonna be a guy that would keep backing you know he's priced now at 60 to one it's getting shorter, but it's still too too long for his talent. He's one of the best players in the world. He's got worldwide wins. He's won on the on the on the DP World Tour. He's won at levels. He's in the top thirty in the world rankings. Zayden Hood is one of the top putters in the world. He's one of the top ball strikers. That fits his these metrics fit his skill set. He's he's really good from this approach of one fifty to one seventy five with his wedge game. He's a great putter. I uh, played well last week. His approach numbers were stellar last week. He's in decent form. He was a top 20. Saying we're not going to get a price like this in a class player like this for very long. So we got to keep riding it, keep riding it, see if he could break through a little bit. Definitely going to keep backing them. Uh, maybe even bump up to the top 10 to top 20 markets with the Zane Hoop. Uh, another former champion here, Jonathan Vegas. Vegas is one of those guys who at these birdie fests can really come through. He usually plays a little bit better t- towards deep in the summer months, but he's one on this He's won in this course before. He's won in this tournament before. He plays well. This this course should be forgiving for players uh, who have a little bit more off the tee. And Vegas can really put up birdies. If he's in a, if he's in the zone, he'll be at the top of the leaderboard. And a couple long shots that we'll look at. These are especially guys that you might want to look at for daily fantasy. But guys who were um, top players in the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the minor league tour on the PGA tour last year, Taylor Moore, who came through uh, banking his debut, had a very good run towards the end of the fall season, played these short courses. Well, he's not a big hitter, but shorter courses, he could play well. He put up birdies, 
was one of the top points getters on that Corn Ferry Tour. 101, Taylor Moore's the guy we're going to look at here. Other guy, Davis Riley. Riley was sitting on two wins in the Corn Ferry Tour. You need three wins for automatic promotion for a PGA Tour card. He was sitting on two wins for a long, long time. Got his promotion by beating one of the top points getters. But Riley kind of lost his form towards the end of the season. For whatever reason, he struggled with the transition to the PGA Tour. The last couple of weeks, he's been he's been getting better. Last week, he had a top 20 finish. He was towards the end of the final group. And then the final five pairings last week played better. Riley is very talented. He's dominated at different levels before. If Riley can get himself going, he's listed at 201 this week. He's very undervalued for his talent level. He's won, again, at, at, at Corn Ferry Tour level, which is a lot of these players are coming up from. Riley's a guy to back. I don't think this number's going to be around for much longer. He's definitely a guy, if he starts finding his game, he's going to be up towards towards near the, uh, a lot higher prices than this. So Davis Riley's another guy to look at. One other name I'll throw out there for Daily Fantasy, I want to look at is Luke List. List. List's metrics really fit this course. He's a great approach player. Not the great putter. But kind of with course like this, if a player can find a hot putter, just like Hideki Matsuyama is not a great putter, but a great approach player can find a putter, they're going to be in it to win it. And Luke, and Luke List is one of those types of players. He's got decent history here. He plays died to court, Pete Dye course as well. He can find his putter. He's going to be in it to win it. He's, he's pretty fair price on DraftKings. Maybe look to get Luke List into one of your lineups this week. Well, there we have a full card be sent out. Previews up on the website. Line Movers Network, Plenty for Dough podcast. Moving on to the, the American Express here, American Express tournament here into Northern California. Best of luck with your best this weekend. We'll see you next week. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.